0: Are your photos grainy, blurry, too dark or too bright, and you don't know why? Well, stay tuned to figure out how to master your camera to help tell your story. Hey Hey everyone, welcome to the Photog Experience Storyteller Podcast. Here on this podcast, I like to give you practical advice through photography to help tell your story. My name is Jonathan Bailey, and I'm your host. And today we are actually on episode five, and we're going to go over ISO. Now, you're probably wondering to yourself, why is this the very first podcast that I'm seeing, but it's episode five? Well, this is actually the very first podcast that I'm going to be doing video, which is kind of scary, kind of cool, all at the same time, brand new venture. But I have a brand new kind of studio setup. And I figured now it is the time for me to try a video podcast. So this video podcast will be on YouTube um, starting at episode five, but that's perfectly okay. If you want to check out the other episodes, feel free to go over to any of your favorite podcasting sites like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon Music or Google Podcasts. All the podcasts previous to this will be on there. When I first started this podcast, honestly not that long ago, I didn't know exactly when I was going to start the video portion of this. It was always a dream. I always wanted to. Um, I think it gives a different element, especially with photography, but I think now is the time to start it. Why not? Got this pretty cool little setup. I'm not finished with it just yet. There's still some tweaking and still some things that I want to do, but... Might as well hit the ground running and things can adjust as it goes on, as I hit my mic. So this particular episode will live on YouTube, but the audio portions will still be on all of your favorite sites. So like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, which is kind of a new one that I just did, Google Podcasts, and kind of anywhere that you would listen to a podcast. So this will be on there as well as YouTube. All of the links to the podcast will be down in the show notes and in the description of this video, and I'm excited. I'm ready to hit the ground running with this and see where it goes. So with this episode five, we are continuing our photo 101 series. In the last two episodes that we did, like I said, just audio, we went over aperture and shutter speed. So those are two of the main two of the three main aspects of exposure and photography. And ISO is right up there with it to help you get the exposure. That you want. So, I highly recommend if you haven't yet, if this is the very first time that you are checking out this podcast, I highly recommend that you go either to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever one you choose, and go check out the other podcast and give it a listen. Also, if you would, please go ahead and give it a rate and a review. That's how, in the podcast world, that's how the powers that be determine if they want to distribute this content to other people. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, awesome welcome but if you're listening to this on any of the popular podcast streaming sites please go ahead and give it a rate and review so that this podcast can be stretched to as far as it can so on this episode of photo 101 we are going over iso we're going to be going over the basics of it and how to use it to your advantage the pros, the cons, and all of that. So if you'd like to follow me on any other social media besides YouTube and these podcasts, if you'd like to check out my Facebook or Instagram, even threads, those will be down in the description and in the show notes. So feel free to go ahead and uh, give those a look. Also, all of the equipment that I'm gonna be using to produce this podcast and a link to the equipment that I'm gonna be going over in the equipment spotlight, all of those will be down in the description and show notes. But if you wanna check out any of those, feel free. So now it's humor time. Humor time. (laughs) I started that in the last podcast. Um, I really need to hire somebody on Fiverr or just do it myself. Um, Every time uh, in this particular section of the podcast, I offer a joke to kind of uh, ease the tension, break the ice a little bit and have a fun time before we dive into the technical aspect of this photography. And every time I think of the joke, I think of it's humor time and the tune to can't touch this by MC hammer just pops into my, my head. I don't know why, but I think it would be super, super cool to, like I said, either hire somebody on Fiverr or, just do it myself and have that kind of overlaid and when it says it's hammer time put in it's humor time (laughs) I just think that'd be hilarious so in this podcast like I was kind of going over I'd like to tell a joke. Normally it is um, photography based, but what's really cool is I like to have uh, viewer submissions basically. So if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and leave down in the comments below if you have any sort of dad jokes. I tried to go for photography dad jokes because I think they're hilarious, but you can actually go ahead and send me any kind of dad joke you want and it may make the podcast. Now, if it's kind of inappropriate, it won't but, I mean, if it's hilarious, I will get a chuckle and go from there. So the joke today was actually submitted by my cousin-in-law, and she sent this to me. As soon as she's read it to me, I was like, yes, that is going to the podcast. So here it goes. This joke is actually a photography joke, which is perfect. Why was the photographer arrested? If you know, go ahead and leave it down in the show notes below. But I will tell you because that's kind of the point of this whole thing. So why did the photographer get arrested? For flashing and indecent exposure. (laughs) It just, do you get it? Flashing, you know, camera flash, indecent exposure, exposure. (laughs) Just, it's hilarious. Like I said, if you have any jokes, feel free to send them my way, put them in the comments, or leave them right. Leave them in the rate or anything like that. So now on to the equipment spotlight. Also in this podcast, what I like to do is I like to highlight a piece of equipment that I think can help you tell your story, either through photography or videography. And I may not always own this product. If I don't, that I will be forefront and let you know that I do not own this product. I've just just done some research to kind of go over it all. But this particular product I do own, so which is really cool. But if any companies out there would like me to review their product, either on the podcast, either just on my YouTube channel or anything like that, feel free, reach out. And uh, I'm always up to trying out some new equipment and anything that can help you all with telling your story through photography and videography. So the product that I want to talk to you about today is actually something I own. And it's actually this microphone. If you do any sort of video work or podcast work or anything like that, you know good audio is super, super essential. Even in the video world, sometimes the better audio is better than the video quality. So I'm actually going to be going over this mic that I have. When I was going through mics, I did hours and hours and hours of research to find something I thought would be good quality, but still on a budget, and so I was looking through Amazon, and I found this particular mic. The criteria that I want is I wanted it to sound good, I wanted it to be budget-friendly, and I wanted it to be a USB-C mic. Um, this mic is actually plugged directly into my computer, and it, like, Me personally, I think it sounds amazing. This is the Okiyo, I think that's how you pronounce it, Okiyo USB-C podcast microphone. If you kind of look up podcast microphones on Amazon, this is probably going to pop up. And what's crazy about this microphone is the quality, obviously you can hear the quality, two, it comes in a bundle. So you get this microphone, You get the USB-C cord with it, you get this boom arm, and you get this windscreen that kind of goes on top, and a pop filter to help with your plosives. Um, I'm not particularly using the pop filter. Um, I have the mic kind of angled at a good way to help with the plosives. Um, That's like your P's and stuff like that. But it's literally only $40 for this whole setup. And I'm running off of a MacBook Air. And so with it being USB-C, it just plugs right in and it's good to go. With something like this, you don't need a cloud lifter. You don't need an audio interface or anything like that. You just plug in and go. So on the microphone, there's actually, you can't really see it, but I'll show a photo of it. It actually has two different knobs. It has a gain knob for the microphone so you can adjust it while you're recording there's also a headphone knob for like your audio, your playback. It has on the back of it, it has a USB-C port which plugs into your computer. What's also really cool is with the cord, it has two ends. It has a USB-C and a USB USB-A on the cord, so you can plug it into any kind of computer or your phone if you have a USB-C port. But it also has a headphone jack in the bottom. One thing I love about this mic is when I have it plugged in and I'm just doing kind of audio work, it has a zero latency playback and so I hear exactly what I'm saying exactly when I say it. There's no lag, there's nothing like that. It is perfect right then and there and you hear exactly what your mic is sounding like. It has a sample rate of 192 kilohertz and it records 24 bit. It is a cardioid mic, so it has that nice cardioid pattern, so if you kind of go off to the side, it doesn't work as well. well, kind of go off to the side, it's right here, kind of go off to the side, it doesn't work as well, doesn't pick you up very well, but if you're right here, man, it sounds good. Everything I've recorded so far for this podcast and a few of my latest YouTube videos have all been on this microphone, and Honestly, for the price, I could not ask for anything better. So I really feel if you're looking into a microphone for a podcast or if you're wanting to do kind of streaming for video games or if you're wanting to do studio type talking hit videos, kind of like this, and you're still looking for a microphone and you're on a budget, I highly, highly, highly recommend this microphone. I'll go ahead and leave a link down in the description below if you want to check it out. Um, It will be an affiliate link. So just to kind of let you know, I will get a kickback from that, but it's going to be at no extra cost to you. Man, I am so excited. I, I can't tell you how much I'm excited about this microphone and like I've done nothing really to it. Just adjust a little bit here and there. And it sounds fantastic. So now on to the next part of this podcast. I'm going to be going over ISO. ISO is one of the three major parts of exposure. Um, I kind of go over what exposure is on episode two. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I highly recommend that you go check that out. But exposure is basically the main thing of photography. If you're photo is too dark or too blurry or too bright, you need to figure out why. Well, ISO is another way to help you get to the exposure that you want. So what is ISO? You've probably heard it before in the, the photo world. And if you have any sort of camera, you've probably looked at your ISO and you just don't understand what that is. ISO is actually short for International Organization of Standardization which is kind of long, kind of weird, because it doesn't really follow that anymore. So basically what happened is back in the heyday, um, there was two kind of forms of the sensitivity of the film camera. And they started talking about, okay, this is now ISO. It's now a standardized uh, measurement of light and blah, blah, blah. And what they did is they basically made that common knowledge with digital photography as well. And so ISO in very, 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 very layman's terms is how sensitive your camera or sensor is to light. I know that is a very dumbed-down version of it, but in essence, that's kind of what it is. The lower number, your ISO, say base 100, the less sensitive your sensor is gonna be to light. The higher, say 1600, the more sensitive your sensor is gonna be towards light. And so basically, say you're shooting at ISO 100, it's gonna be the least sensitive for your camera. So it's gonna take more adjustment from the shutter speed and aperture to get the right exposure. But let's say you already have the right exposure, You have the shutter speed you want, you have the aperture you want, so you're shooting a portrait, and it's still kind of too dark. Well, you can adjust your ISO to help give you more light. So like I said, ISO 100 is the least amount of sensitivity for your camera. And then say you want to give it double the light. Well, you double the ISO, so you go from 100 to 200. Um, Say you want to double it again, you go from 200 to 400, or 400 to 800. Every time that you double your number, you're actually doubling the light that your camera can bring in to help with your exposure. Now, the downfall of ISO is the higher the number, and obviously the more light that gets in, which helps during low light situations, the grainier slash blurrier your photo is going to look. So say you're shooting a portrait at 1600 ISO and you're shooting and you see these really weird artifacts all over their skin. It kind of looks like um, pixelated or these colored dots all over the, the subject's face or all in the shadows and just all over the photo. That is actually grain. And the higher that you get in your ISO, the more grain it's going to get. The lower the number, say ISO 100 or 200 or even 400, the less grain is going to be in the photo. And so it is like a, a push and shove kind of. like You want to bump up the ISO to get to the exposure that you want, but the higher that you get, the noisier the photo is that is one of the draws to um, a more professional type of camera, not really entry-level cameras. Um, this is where you're going to start getting into your full-frame cameras and your mirrorless cameras and stuff like that because they can actually handle ISO way easier than a traditional DSLR camera. And so when you have like more of an entry-level camera, you really don't want to shoot over 800 ISO because you're going to really start seeing grain in your photos now granted you can do whatever you want if you want to shoot at the highest ISO your camera can go for I mean I say do it Um, it's all a learning process it's all understanding your photography and understanding your camera to shoot what you want to help tell your story I don't know if you can see this I'm leaving it in my dogs are just kind of running around going crazy you may be able to hear their pitter patter of their feet there's some hardwood down here, but I think they're enjoying themselves and they're not destroying anything, which is the main part. So that's pretty much it about ISO. It's really just adjusting how much light is really getting into your camera through the sensitivity of the sensor. That is kind of a symbolized version of what it's doing. But it all kind of goes stretches back to the film days. If you ever shot film, you will see... Oh, well, this is 100-speed film. Oh, this is 800-speed film. Oh, this is 1,600-speed film. So basically, that is how sensitive that film will be to light. And so the 1,600 film will be more grainy. But if you shot with 100-speed film, it's going to give you a nice, crisp, clean image. And the same kind of goes for digital photography. So the lower the ISO the better the image quality and less grain there's going to be, but the less light that you have to work with. The higher the ISO, the more light you get to work with to help with your exposure, but the downside is the more grain that you're going to get in your photo. And so getting the right exposure is all a dance. It's setting your ISO, setting your shutter speed, and setting your aperture all to make this perfect... Thing, this perfect exposure and the best way to learn how to do this is literally by practice and what's really cool is you're able to adjust everything Say you have one exposure and you say you're shooting at f8 at 5 one hundredth of a second and your ISO is 1600 take that down to ISO 800, and now you're going to have less light coming in, but you can then adjust your shutter speed and aperture to where it's a, a the same exact exposure as with your ISO at 1600. So it's all just learning the the dance. So if you're going from 1600 to 800, you know you're losing half the light. So what you do is you then adjust your aperture and your shutter speed to give you that light back. So that could be lowering your shutter speed down so that your shutter speed is longer or it's opening up your aperture to where your aperture is wider, letting even more light in. So it's all just a dance and it's super technical. Yes, being a photographer, if you're really diving into the basics of photography It is very technical, and it's a lot to learn, and it's a lot to remember. But being able to really focus on what you want your shot to look like is how you are going to be able to tell your story through photography better. So it's getting the right portrait during a the family gathering, or getting the portrait of the bride and groom cutting the cake, or doing the kiss, or your child running on the beach, or your vacation, or really anything. Anything that is your story. Learning how to get better at exposure and mastering your camera and mastering exposure is going to be life-changing, so thank you all for listening. This is a relatively short podcast, but I, that's okay. Not all podcasts have to be 2 hours long. But like I said, my name is Jonathan Bailey, and here on the Photo Experience Storyteller podcast, I like to give you practical advice on how to improve your photography to help tell your story. So be sure to tune in next week as we talk about the difference between manual exposure and automatic exposure and remember keep creating